Welcome back to Blending the Rules. I'm Laura. And I'm Haley, and we're two art teachers in a classroom teacher world. Today we're going to talk about common art teacher problems and solutions. And this is a part two because we thought of some more things. Um, And in part one, which was an episode a while ago, I don't remember what episode number that is, um, we covered um, organizing supplies, picking projects and topics, dealing with a class that isn't listening, saving a project that isn't going as planned, and what to do when students go rogue. So if you're looking for something more along those lines, go check out episode one or part one of that. Um, and hopefully that'll be of help. But man, that feels like a really long time ago. I know. I'm trying to find which one it is and we've had some crazy there you go episode 27 episode 27 common art teacher problems and solutions so check that episode out if you like this one and want to know more um let's see for this one we thought we would start talking about cleanup because cleanup can be a part of your art class that just Rides the struggle bus a lot, <laughs> or at least mine seems to. This is my to. least favorite thing. <laughs> least favorite. I absolutely hate cleanup. I hate cleanup. Um, so do students. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, they do. So I don't know how much time you give for cleanup, but I do five minutes of cleanup. Yes, unless there's like a giant mess. I used to like really like um like curtail basic based on what we did that day and I mm-hmm. then stopped and it is always five minutes unless it's like oh five minutes doesn't look like it's going to be enough and <laughs> I try to make sure I clean but like it's I have like a visual timer in my class for my students to watch so they know when cleanup is going to happen so that could actually be something that could help some people if you're having trouble with your students like cleaning up when it is time to clean up maybe have some sort of visual timer and visual um, to look at that will help them know like oh hey this is how much time we have left like I need to start working on finishing or you know just to prepare and honestly I did that timer more for me than my students (laughs) because I am not always good with time management and just I'll get derailed and like lose track of time, especially if a class is going well, ironically enough. Like if they're doing a great job, everybody is getting along, they're getting a lot of work done. Like I'll forget to pay attention to when it's cleanup time. Yeah. And then all of a sudden it's like, oh my gosh, we gotta go. So if having it, this timer helps me. Isn't going well. It feels like torture and you're like, when is this gonna be over? <laughs> yeah, you keep watching the clock and you're like, oh thank God, it's cleanup time. <laughs> you do when students won't clean up well wait hold on oh okay wait no these go together what you just like what what you just talked about and okay I was having a lot of trouble with my k-2 through kids cleaning up because they and I, I felt so bad because it wasn't like a malicious being defiant thing they just wanted <laughs> to keep working so bad and like yes god I gotta finish this spot even if it was like a free time thing And I'm like, you know, you can take that with you, right? That doesn't stay here. Like, finish it at home or whatever. But, like, it got so bad this year that I was like, okay, what am I going to do here? Like, and it was really, I would say it's more just kindergarten, first grade, second grade. It's not as much of a problem. It was kind of at the beginning of the year. Um, So I actually found a five-minute timer um, that counts down and it plays a cleanup song, but it's not like a super cheesy cleanup song. I was going to say, how annoying is that? <laughs> what, 
it's not great, but it's not like super little kiddish. Um, uh-huh. And I've kind of gotten used to it. I started doing this after Christmas break. Um, I think, I think that's when I started doing it. And then um, the song's only two and a half minutes long. So it plays twice. Um, and it is a little repetitive, but for whatever reason, it gets them to clean up. Like there's still obviously a few kids in every class and I'm like, come on, what are you doing? Let's go. But like, <laughs> part, like they're all cleaning up and they're like, actually like, because it says something about like picking up stuff off the floor and like picking up the toys. Like they actually are like doing that. It's like, it's, I don't know. It's like they're being brainwashed by this song. I don't know. It works. (laughs) And it makes me so happy. Like individual students, it's just like, oh, you're going to have a consequence. You're not going to clean up right now. Then, you know, here's your consequence. Like whatever that may be, whatever, you know, seems to fit. Um, But like as a class, like, man, that timer and song has made a difference. It is a little annoying, but it's not too bad. I might have to try something like that because my timer to like, go down of our work time and then that's when cleanup starts is great but then sometimes they're just not quick on that five minutes because like the the timer is done like there's nothing else to look at so maybe I need to do some sort of song or visual to keep them on track because sometimes my problem with cleanup not only do I have some students who like don't want to stop like you said like that's a normal thing you're in art you don't want to stop but and I think with that like you just teaching the expectation over and over again and like explaining, especially those young ones who don't know yet, like, Oh, we're going to work on this next week. Like it's okay that I'm not done. Um, but then too, I have some kids that just will not stop. And then, yeah. Um, Oh, my bigger problem though is with kids taking too long to clean up. Yeah. Like they're just moving at like a snail speed. I'm like, come on on and then all of a sudden it's time to walk out the door and I'm like guys it's been five minutes do these tables look like they're ready and no not at all like they've just been piddling around or like they have been cleaning but just with no sense of urgency well so maybe I need to try like a five minute timer yeah just for cleanup of like something different like you said yeah and like I've noticed too like when and obviously this doesn't always work out, but like when there's a class that takes too long to clean up or something, I'm like, Hey, remember when you had to wait on that class and you were ready to get into, Mm -hmm. you're doing that to the next class. If you're not. And like, sometimes that clicks, sometimes they don't care. Right. Cause they're kids and they tend to be a little selfish, but like for some kids that clicks and they're like, Oh crap. Yeah. Like I don't want to take away from their time, but like that's not that's not a foolproof example but <laughs> it does work sometimes just giving them that example of like you had to wait remember and that like that wasn't fun because you'd rather be in the art room than standing in the hallway like that's how they're feeling if you if you continue to do this so um yeah and sometimes I just like start walking out in the hallway I'm like okay bye well you'll catch up with us I guess I don't know and that usually works too. <laughs> yeah I try to even with the older kids to like start a countdown too if I remember and like, I need to be better about this. Like, instead of just giving like empty reminders all the time, like guys, come on, like, let's do this. Let's do this. I need to be like, okay, I'm going to count to five. And by the time I'm done, you're going to have everything put away at your tables. Like five. Okay. Put all the marker caps on four. Let's get all the boxes put together three and just like keep narrating it, you know? And like, sometimes when I'm in, 
other teachers classrooms for like when we push in for interventions and stuff I see them do that a little bit in like a very calm like way but it works with the kids like they're hearing it and they're like okay like I need to do this and then I need to do this and then I need to do this and like it just works so I feel like I need to be better about that I think every class is different too some kids are just going to be intrinsically motivated to do what they need to do and then that's true some just aren't so you just kind of have to know that too like there's no foolproof thing that works for every class that's why like I started to do this for my sec that song with the second graders and I was like I don't really think they needed it like it felt like they did at first but like they seem to be yeah. a pretty good job so I don't and I I always tell them too I joke with them I'm like do you need me to put the cleanup song on like I do for kindergarten and first grade and they're like no and I'm like then clean up like <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna have to have you share that cleanup song with me <laughs> I mean, it's not great. It'll work. <laughs> Wasn't working as well. I think I would say, oh, look, there's two minutes left on the timer. You get that two minutes back in a couple weeks and we'll do a brain break for however many minutes you earn back. Ooh. But I, like that. I don't, I'm not sold on that just yet. Uh, yeah. It is working, but in, if at some point in time here soon, which I'm thinking it will stop working, um, then I <laughs> well I feel like we could have a whole podcast episode on cleaning up <laughs> I didn't think we could um so moving on well, we always can. <laughs> I feel like this tends to happen a lot um and I feel like again it like ebbs and flows and then I I laugh my head off when a fifth grader is like do I need to put my name on this I'm like in the world am I gonna know granted sometimes you do and it's so weird when you remember that stuff but like how in the world am I gonna know that's I always tell them to that how in the world am I gonna know that's yours if you don't put your name on it and I don't see you for another week and I have over 500 students yeah they have no idea sometimes they just look at me and I'm like oh gosh you don't get that (laughs) yeah their mind is like they're the only class that we teach yeah yeah. They have no idea what we do with yeah. the rest of our time. They'll see something in the drying rack and be like, well, I put it in the drying rack. I'm like, that was a week ago. You Yes. On the dry- oh, my gosh. I hate when they go to the drying rack to get something when they first get there. They're like, well, I put it right here. And I'm like, yeah, a week ago. Like, <laughs> so it's in the drawer now. Like, so anyway, uh, one thing I think that happens a lot, and I kind of like it because it's a natural consequence, in my opinion, I remind kids over and over to put their names on it. And, you know, sometimes I'm like, oh, my gosh, I forgot to remind you. Like, do this or do that. Or mm-hmm. see me, I'll help you get your name on it if it's, like, something we can't flip over or whatever. Um, like, I will take responsibility if I forgot to remind them. But also, like, they should know. And yeah. so, and this literally happened last the other day. And I was just dying laughing because it was just ridiculous. I had so many kids that didn't put their name on a part of the project. We had a couple pieces. We were ready to put it all together. And... They didn't put their name on one part of their project. And it, that part of the project was all very similar. It was going to be really hard to tell whose is whose. Like, they, you know, could use lots of different colors and stuff. But then, like, it kind of all was looking the same once it was finished. And so I was like, I always pass out all the ones with names first. And then I always go, okay, if you didn't get yours, I spread it out back here on the counter. One of these is yours. Like, I don't I don't know who these belong to. Mm-hmm. And- Sometimes you do, and oh, I hate that when I do actually know. This one, I absolutely had no clue. This is a very, like, independent part of the project. And um, all these kids are like, oh, well, this one's mine. I remember making my, you know, making this like this and whatever. I'm like, okay, great. I get down to two kids, and they're standing there. And I'm like, what are you doing? Well, these aren't ours. How do, <laughs> how do you know these aren't yours? 
well, because that's not what I did. I said, but how do you know that? Well, that's not what I did. I said, okay, maybe you know that. I said, but here's the thing. If you don't put your name on it, no one else knows for sure whose it is, right? Like, I don't know. Your other classmates don't know. And like, maybe you don't remember because it's been a week. I'm not saying you don't remember, but maybe you don't. I know. They're always so confident. Like, I didn't do that. That's not mine. And And I'm like, dude, there's no other paper left. Yes, I know. You were here. No. That has to be yours. Those (laughs) And they're they're so confident. Pouted. And just stood there. And I kept going there every couple minutes. Like, why are we still standing here? Well, these aren't ours. I said, well, you're not redoing it. So you guys need to pick which one's yours and move on. (laughs) (laughs) And depending on what it is, where we're at in the project, sometimes I do let them redo it. But for the most part, I'm like, no. This is consequence of your actions. You didn't put your name on it, despite being reminded several times and knowing that you should be putting your name on it. Like Mm -hmm. at some point in time, I can't keep feeling bad for you and babying you and letting you just restart because you forgot to put your name on it. And eventually they pulled it together. I had to threaten their recess, but they pulled it together. (laughs) (laughs) Picked one. And I was like, and I just, I made sure on theirs, like, I didn't really pay too much attention to that part of the project in case that actually wasn't theirs. But I'm like, how in the world is anybody supposed to know if you don't put your name on it? Like, I know. I sometimes make kids redo it as a consequence. Like, well, yeah, sometimes. But, like, maybe there's, like, two left and, like, one person <laughs> says one of them is theirs. And the other person says that one is theirs. Like, they're both saying that the same one is theirs. And they can't decide, like, they can't figure it out. I'm like, well, then you're both going to redo it (laughs) because you both didn't put your name on it. So it's like a natural consequence of like, you have to redo it. I know that you don't want to redo it. Mm -hmm. And it, cause maybe it wasn't something like super exciting to do. That would be fun to do again. Right. Like, it's just part of it that it was like. I think that's a good point too. Like if it's fun, you don't necessarily want them to redo it. Yeah. Like you don't want to reward them for like not putting but their name on it. Maybe that's <laughs> what? Maybe when it's not fun, that's the time. Oh yeah. And I try to tell them too. I was like, okay, here are the ones without names. You need to be a hundred percent sure. Cause like I'll have kids passing them out um on their own like I'll give like three stacks out to the class and they're passing it out and so they're holding them up to each other like this is no name this is a no name and then sometimes I have to step in and be like oh wait 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 let me take that one for me like give me the no names and then I have to tell kids like you need to be 100% sure that is yours mm-hmm. before you take it because I don't want them to go ahead and start writing on it or drawing on it when later we realize oh it really belongs to this kid because he remembers doing that more than you remember doing that. Or like you see another one later and they're like, Oh wait, that one's mine. Well, just slow down. Chill out a minute. And then it is kind of the whole thing. Like, well, if we all wrote our names on it, then we wouldn't have this problem. And it's always so weird to me. Like when all the kids were there, there's one missing and you can't figure out. And I'm like, did you take it home? No. And I'm like, you know, sometimes you're like, well, I yes. wouldn't have taken it home. But like, clearly somebody took it home, then claimed theirs. Like, you know. Or did you throw it away? That, like That too. But like, you know, it's like a good kid. So you're like, I know they wouldn't have done that. You know, like, I know they yeah. do that. Like, so it's like, oh, that's so frustrating. But hopefully that's like a, a somewhat helpful solution. Just like having that tough conversation of like, yeah, you got to do this. What, what else do you do for 
helping. I've been trying to be more proactive this year. And like when I think about it, because sometimes, especially with the older kids, I don't think to tell them, oh, put your name on your paper, put your name on your paper. Like they should know anyway. But then after a while of like giving out these papers and them starting on it, I'll remember like part of the way through the class, like, oh, I didn't tell them. So I just make a general like statement to everybody. And it's kind of just like a fun little interjection. I'm like, name check. Like everybody check your paper, like name check, like just yep. randomly. Yep. And I'm like, everybody flip it over, see if you wrote your name on it. And like, hopefully that's going to help in the long run of like one, making them remember all the time to put their name on it. And then two, not having those no names at the end, because in the middle of it, I was like, oh, name check. Yeah. So, And I just remember when you said that, it made me think, um, if like depending on what we're doing or like especially with the little kids in like the beginning of the year I won't give them their supplies until I see their names on it or they're not allowed to get up to get their supplies until their name is on it so then I know oh yeah everybody gets up immediately okay no way you put your name on it because you didn't even have a pencil out yet like there's no way so then I just say it to the whole class and then it's like oh yeah like and that that tends to help I mean I'm not saying that that works every single time but I think that helps too just like not giving them something until you've seen that their name is on it or like, um, you know, you can't get up to get what you need until you've put your name on it. And they, they tend to keep each other accountable on that one. Like they tend to be like, you didn't put your name on it. Why are you getting your markers? Like, (laughs) (laughs) yeah. And another thing I do with that is like, if, especially with the younger kids, if it's something like I'm demonstrating and like, we're doing it together, like I do. And then we do like, we get out of the papers. Okay. Everybody write your name on it. Hold your pencil in the air after you have your name on it. And then you yeah. wait for everybody to have their pencil in the air before you move on to the next step. Um, another thing that I thought of that kind of moves into another um, common problem and solution that we were going to talk about today is organizing projects. And so when I'm in the progress of projects being worked on, I have table folders, which I know is a common thing that a lot of teachers do. Or like you have color-coded tables, so I have color-coded folders and they keep their unfinished work in their folder but that also helps with the no names because if they are just in that one table folder you can process of elimination like it has to be one of these four kids oh these three have names on it and then that kid just doesn't have a name on it yeah so and that that helps a little bit but too i mean (laughs) guess we could go on about no names for a while too i (laughs) And this is a good job to assign, but it's just like, I couldn't remember it. I would have kids be like, can I stand like, while they bring their projects back, can I stand at the counter and like collect them and straighten them up? And then I'd always be like, yeah. And can you also make sure the names on it? And they could. And that was super helpful too, because then they're like, Hey, so-and-so you didn't put your name on this. Or like they pull that one out and then I can figure it out right then and don't have to try to figure it out the next week. But Again, that's just kind of hard to always remember. Yes. Like I've had that too. I had forgotten about that. And then that also made me remember I have seen like online, like social media, Pinterest somewhere. I don't know who to give credit to. I'm sure lots of people do this, but having like a little sign wherever you turn in your artwork and you have to like highlight your name first. Yes. Before you turn it in. So if (laughs) what I made that, I made a sign like that, but I never did. did. And I've also done lately, I've done little, um, like a label so that one, I can like stick it in the hallway and not have to worry about like putting the kid's name on it on the front. Like they have their own name on it. And it also works as like an exit ticket and kind of like an artist statement and they have to fill it out and like put it 
on their artwork or with their artwork somehow. So it's like an extra step of like, oh, they're putting their name on it again when they're done with it to make sure we have names on it. That's smart. I like that. Um, I. <laughs> do table folders and I just kind of got tired of them um and like I said in previous episodes I don't know necessarily what episodes specifically I talked about this in I like to sometimes I have the kids pass stuff out and stuff but like sometimes I like to right before they get in there I like to sort through and see kind of what step they're on and then I kind of make piles so I can tell like okay who should I be giving their projects to first so that maybe I need to mm-hmm. these kids like they are the last ones to get their papers and I can just say hey come get your paper and then I can talk to them really quickly um so I don't really do table folders as much anymore because sometimes I like to sort through them I do have like class folders obviously um but like I like to do that and then like to when I pull things out of the drying rack, right, then like, I'm not going to take the time to put them in their table folders. And then oh, like, no. it's like a different process, right? The kids are like, Oh, where are our table folders? And it just becomes like this chaotic thing. So I just I kind of got away from table folders, because it just felt like one more thing. And then like, they wouldn't put their table folders away. And it was just like, chaos. So I just stuck with like class folders instead. And that's been um, that's worked fine. But I, and I know yeah. not everybody's thing. But that's, I mean, that's something I like. It is faster to pass them out with the table folders. Um, but I feel like I, oh, it causes sorry. a lot of other problems other than that. You know what I mean? Like if yeah. that wasn't worth it to get them passed out a minute faster. <laughs> <laughs> See, I still have a lot of success with table folders. I haven't had kids complain too much or anything. And um when I, when I pull them off the drying rack, I do not sort them out, but I do kind of, I can, I, sometimes I kind of group them like you do. Like I can see, oh, these ones are definitely not done painting. So those are going to go on the top of the stack and then I can pass those ones out. Right. And then the other kids can pass the rest of them out. When I pass things out lately, um, cause I know there's always like, oh, can I pass them out? Can I pass them out? Can I pass them out? No, just sit down. Like stop crowding me. So I have the system now of like where I break it up into piles and I'll look at like, oh, um, so-and-so you pass this out because yours is right here. Like Mm. whichever one is on the top, like that's who's passing them out. And then this chunk of this little stack of the chunk, chunk of the stack, (laughs) this little (laughs) group of artworks, uh, this person's name is on it. So you get to pass them out. And then, oh, these ones, your name is on it. So you pass them out. And then that has eliminated a lot of the like craziness of like, I want to pass it out. I want to pass it out. I want to pass it out. Yeah. And I'm like, it is what it is. Like, that's the name that I saw. They're the ones passing it out. Get over it. Um, <laughs> what? Get over it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then, so I do keep them in table folders and then I keep those in class folders. I struggle with, and it, I, I don't love my system for this, but it works. Um, Like when they're graded, like, Sometimes I still put them back in the folder um, and I flip them upside down um, because I'm not quite ready to return them yet, which we'll cover in another episode, like what we do as far as returning projects. Um, But like sometimes I just like, especially if it's like a big project, there's not a great place to store it. I just flip them over so I can tell like, oh, the ones that are facing up are the ones that still need work. Um, But I actually got... Uh a cardboard mailbox thing and it's got 10 slots in it and so I usually just put their projects in there until I'm ready to return them um and usually I don't 
and I, again, we'll talk about returning projects later, but I will, I only like to have one project from each grade level at a time. And I know not all teachers do that, but I just feel like I don't like hanging on to too much stuff. Um, but those mailboxes work really nicely. And um, I usually have like one side where there's five, those are my morning classes. And the other side, those are my afternoon classes. And if the papers are like the same size, I just like crisscross them and like turn them the opposite direction so that the stacks are really easy to like pull out of there when I'm ready for it. Um, but that's also nice as like, oh, okay. Um, all these Monday kids are going to be finishing something today. Let me get all that passed back. <laughs> <laughs> Here's a question. You said you have like 10 slots or whatever. Mm -hmm. Do you have them labeled like for each class or no. do you just put them wherever? No, I just like, top one is Monday. The next one's Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. And then, okay. so the left side is all my AM classes and the right side is all my PM classes. So then if I've got third grade projects in there, I put them in their vertical and then I'll put the fourth grade projects in their horizontal and then the fifth grade projects in their vertical because those are all my morning classes. Oh, I didn't realize they all fit in there like that in different it, ways. Every once in a while. And that's one of those cases where like it might end up in the folder because it doesn't fit in there right or like the paper is yeah. too big or something. Um, and they're not always like crisscross, but like, it's still easy to tell because third, fourth and fifth grade aren't doing the same thing. So like, even if I just have a one-off project, I just graded, I just toss it in there. I'll get back to it later and I'll put it in the right pile and it'll be really quick to separate it. If you are not already following us on social media, you can find us on Instagram at blending the rules podcast, TikTok at blending the rules podcast one, uh, Facebook, just type in blending the rules in a search. Um, we have some really great resources up on TPT. We just put out a solar eclipse packet. I know it's not the solar eclipse yet. It's just the beginning of February, but it is in two months. So, um, yeah, get ready. And this would be great for classroom teachers too. Um, not just art teachers. Um, we tried to make so share with your friends. Helpful. Yeah. Well, kind of, yeah, kind of shared, kind of don't, you're not supposed to. Uh, oh, well, I mean, tell your friends, I tell your friends that we have a cool solar eclipse unit <laughs> on TPT. Yeah. <laughs> so th those are, yeah, those are up and like, there's 40 plus pages there. I'm pretty sure. Um, what am I forgetting? Oh, our website, blending the rules. Yeah. Blending the rules.com. Uh, <laughs> always want to say podcast, but that's the one that's not podcast. Um, yes. I think that's it. I think so. I think you covered it all. If you guys have anything, some burning questions you want us to answer or topics that you want us to do, then hit us up. You can always email us to it. Blending the rules podcast at gmail.com. So until next time, keep blending. <laughs>